0: hello everybody you're listening to one sister's journey keeping it real and i'm your hostess with the mostest at least that's what my grandmother always said the hostess with the mostest anyway you're listening to one sister's journey keeping it real and here's the reality i just finished an interview for a, as a guest on a different podcast which i love i love to guest on another podcast and have guests on this podcast i should start doing that more often again because I think you guys enjoy it, too. But I was a guest. There's a new podcast that started by Diane Trepkov, and it's called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? Podca- podcast with Forensic Artist Diane Trepkov. And uh, you can find her on Stitcher. She has one episode out. She put an episode out last week. And I had the honor and the privilege. Um, she interviewed me to share my sister's case and kidnapping. And it was a no-brainer when she asked. I said, of course I would. I said, oh my gosh, thank you for thinking of me and thinking of Heidi. Diana did an age progression for my sister, for Heidi in 2013, and she did her to age 38. And when my mom saw the age progression, my mom's first words were, that's my girl. and. You know, Diana's changing and encouraging families of the missing through the gift and the talent she has through forensic artistry and science and that she started this podcast. I cannot wait to uh, add that to my updates and listen every day because she is so artistically talented and... So we did the interview today, and we started her conversation, and I just felt like I've known her forever. I mean, part of that, we did start communicating via Facebook, email, probably in 2012, 2013 is when she did the um, age progression of my sister, but, so yeah, it's been seven years of email communication, yet you know, some people say you can't connect virtually. I would disagree because some people that inspire me the most, I've never met physically. I've only met them virtually. And Diana called and we just jumped right into uh, the podcast interview for her podcast today. And it was just such a nice conversation. And Um, yeah, if, if you're looking for it, it's, can I help find your missing loved one? That's the name of her podcast It's on Stitcher. It's on a couple other ones. I'll look those up for you. And, uh, the little bio for her podcast, can I help find your missing loved one as a leading forensic artist for the last 15 years, Diana Trapkov has witnessed firsthand the pain and suffering of families who have loved ones who have gone missing. She has one goal in mind, and that is to give families hope and to locate their missing loved one. Please join Diana and her special guest as they discuss the details of people who have gone missing and who they were before they disappeared. Diana's mission is to honor them and bring forth the true story of what really happened. Her dream is that all missing persons will be found. The intent of this podcast, Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One, is exactly that, to find them. And Diana's heart is as big and wonderful as her talent to create age progressions. So, yeah, I just did that interview with her and (laughs) I teared up. I got emotional. I did not puddle as I call my um, crying fits. Um, which she said, you know, if you cry, it's okay. You are human. And I'm like, I know. And I talked about how my mom is like this rock. She was a rock. My mom could do interviews. She held it together. She was strong, amazing. And I am a puddle. And I cry and I get emotional. And (laughs) I don't, and I do, but, you know, she just stayed strong. She looked good, (laughs) You know and you can hear the crackle in my voice and but is that really all that bad to hear a crackle in a voice I guess so yeah that was my morning today and I'm a bit overwhelmed and I'm a bit emotional still which I usually am leading up to the interview and after the interview but I have a busy day planned, so I need to get my crap together my stuff together <laughs> sorry um, Because I have a very long, busy day in front of me. And I almost sound giddy. All I want to do is sit on my couch and cry. (laughs) So instead of sitting on my couch and cry, I'm going to go to the polar opposite. And go to giddiness. Because I can't sit on my couch and cry. There's too much on my plate today. (sighs) Okay, so... To you, there was no pause, but to me, I took a pause because I needed a mental break. Um, and I apologize, but you're going to have to listen to the sound of my dishes getting washed for a minute. It's, like I said, I have to, um, I volunteer at our local food pantry. If you're looking for a way that you can give back and really help local food pantries, are in need. Um, a lot of them can't really do any more volunteers because we're limited to the number of volunteers, which is kind of crazy, but um, we're trying to keep everybody safe. But at the same time, there's we have a delivery truck coming today. It's probably already there. It probably came early because I couldn't be there. But um, So that's where I'm off to. I'll be there old to seven, probably 730. But as you uh, go about your day today, and, you know, you're th- you're thinking about like how times are changing and things are happening. And if you're finding more time on your hands, I'd encourage you to check out Diana's podcast. Um, once I know when mine is aired, I do know that I'll be sharing it and Maybe I'll invite Diana to be on our my podcast, because that would be kind of fun. Um, and she recorded the podcast differently than I have, and I'm interested to uh, explore that a little bit more and see, because, I mean, that went off without a hitch. And I've recorded and interviewed people, and it, it, it's worked the last time the way I was doing it, but this one with Diana was so smooth and easy, and I'm thinking, oh, all right, i got to figure this out so I can see how I can do that. That was awesome. So we talked about um, who Heidi was, uh, her kidnapping, but mostly on, you know, who Heidi is, and uh... you know, messages to other families that may be missing a loved one, encouraging words. It was a very uplifting experience, um, emotionally draining all at the same time. And some people, like, I'm like, all right, how can you be, how can it be uplifting and emotionally draining all at the same time? And I just can't put that into words for you. I just that's what it is. It's empowering, exciting, draining, <laughs> and I miss my sister. <laughs> I miss my mom. And that's what these interviews do. They, they tug right at my heart and I miss my mom and I. I miss my sister, and Diana was so sweet, and she's like, you know, so encouraging. And, you know, I I keep it together, and then I hit the, you know, the end button, and here I am, trying to figure out how do I get it together to go to the food pantry, and, but then on the other hand, that's what I do. I get it together, and... That's what all families that have suffered loss or tragedy have to do. You have to get it together. And move forward one step at a time. Okay. <laughs> I took another break. And I get it to you guys. Like you're like, all right, you're still talking. Um, <laughs> this could be the longest short broad podcast you've ever heard because I have to keep pausing every five minutes because I keep breaking down. Um, and I I could apologize, but then I'm apologizing for being human, and maybe. The whole purpose of this podcast is one sister's sister's journey keeping it real. Here's the reality. One interview, one 30-minute interview can drain all the energy, all the gumption, strength a person has in them. And there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, okay, so that one was not even two minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, there are certain things that... Can you think of something that you do in your life that might be challenging or difficult for you? Um... to do interviews and talk about a tragic loss of years past and then move forward through 26 years, you have to delve deep within. Rewind to before the tragedy, share about my wonderful, amazing sister and who she was. And then share the day, the most horrific day in her life, the day she disappeared and lost her life. into the years, months, decades afterwards, and, you know, there was, like, things that I realized that I hadn't realized, and that happens, it seems like, with all of my interviews, and then sometimes I wonder, am I just realizing the same stuff, and do I just compartmentalize and forget the things that really hurt? that draw me to this place where I just want to puddle and cry and stay home. I spent a decade hiding from the world and hiding from the pain and I don't want to hide anymore and that's why I podcast, that's why I blog, that's why I speak is I want others to know It's okay to have joy. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to celebrate. And not only is it okay, we have to do these things. Our loved ones suffered horrific, terrible things. They've suffered loss. They've suffered death. Would they want you to be living in a death state? I don't think so. Our loved ones would want us to remember them and honor them and love them while we live. And I'm reminded, my grandmother always said, I'd be like, I'm dying. I can't do it anymore, Grandma. I've always been the teary one and moody one. And she said, then go in the living room. And I'm like, what? If you feel like you're dying, go to the living room. Get it? Living. And today I'm like, I just want to sit in my living room cry read my bible and cry i remember heidi and cry I remember my mom and cry and here's the deal that's a choice it's a choice i could make i could choose to go home or stay home and cry on my sofa in the living room or i can put on my big girl panties I can suck it up and keep it real. And here's the reality. People are hungry and need food. Am I honestly gonna be so um, narcissistic that I sit home and cry on my couch? No, I'm not. Be still and know that I am God. God's got this. God holds my sister, God holds me, God's holding my mom. We all have something that we can do to make a difference. We all have something we can do that makes us stronger. We all have something we can do and be that is more than the trauma, the loss, the disease, the hurt, the pain that we resonate with. So I want to encourage you today. Put on your big girl and big boy panties and get out there and do something. Let's not sit home and wallow in our own self-pity. Let's not be narcissistic. That was what one of my um, reviews for my book was, that I was narcissistic. Still makes me kind of smile. Um, And I don't think it's narcissistic. I think it's honest. It's real. And people need to know that we are real. We are humans. And some days it's okay to sit home on the couch and puddle other days we need to get over it, get over ourselves and go out and put others first and I'm not saying that I probably won't go home, my dad's making supper tonight by the way so I'll stop at my dad's and get dinner and then I'm going to go home and I'll probably cry again because there's something about, especially with cases when it involves a missing person Every day is a journey all in itself. And even when a missing person is recovered, there is no closure. And There's one thing you can learn from this podcast. There's no such thing as closure when it comes to a missing person's case. If your loved one is recovered, they are recovered so mentally, physically, and spiritually damaged, they are not the same person, and you're on a new normal. If your love, missing loved one is discovered, which means they're deceased, you don't go back to the way things were either, and you have a new normal. If they are never recovered or discovered in your time on earth, that's a journey all on its own. And some days are harder, some days are easier, and some days just suck, okay? Okay. But instead of staying home and focusing on the negative and the hurt and the sucking, I choose in God's strength to get out and be more and do more. How do we model to others that God's a good God? How do we model to others that our faith is strong? We get out and we do what needs to be done And we show people that we can still live in the midst of the pain. And it's okay for no one to know that you're hurting. It's okay if you are dying on the inside and to put a smile on for a little while. If it helps encourage others. And there are times that you will need to puddle and let people hold you. And life is about finding the balance. So on this Wednesday in May, May 6th, I think it is, find your balance. Know when to be strong and know when to puddle. Know when to put on that mask of strength because, it, you know what, in that sense, I'm not wearing a mask today. I'm putting on Jesus I'm putting on Jesus and his strength and his love and his protection to get me through the day. So I'm not wearing a mask. I'm wearing Jesus today. Are there days that you need to wear Jesus? So if you're feeling weak and you're feeling vulnerable, put on Jesus. He's right there for you. And he's not going anywhere. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I can't do this. I need you. So put on Jesus and get out there, people. People are in need of encouragement and hope. May you be that encouragement and hope today. Until next time, this is Lisa. You're listening to One Sister's Journey. Keeping it real.